Welcome back to Movie Drunks, where we get drunk, we watch movies, and sometimes we talk about the movie. I'm Danny. I'm Dan. And our guest today for our our seasonal Star Wars episode is... Sean. Hello. Yeah, Sean. Hello. Hello. He's been on our Star Wars episodes before, right? No. Uh, Mandalorian. The Mandalorian, Mandalorian episode. Um, yeah, we did the Mando episode, and then I did like uh, the Into the Spider-Verse episode. You did. And Shaun of the Dead, I think I did. Yeah. It was year three, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, what's up? Oh, and... Uh, did you do the Avengers Infinity no, War? No, I, I backed out of that one. That's Sorry. why you did. That's okay. It's that, no that was deal. quite the undertaking. No, no big deal. No <laughs> big deal. Um, yeah, so this episode, we have a quite the hell of a drinking game. I'm not going to lie. Well, wait, so, which episode are we watching, though? Well, for, we haven't we even talked about the movie yet. Yeah, yeah, I know. We haven't gotten there. Well, okay, I'm just wondering. I'm getting which, there. Which, which movie there. are we talking about? I just want to know. Just so what were we page. watching this week, Sean? I was under the impression we were doing the best of the prequels. Attack of the Clones. Yeah. Um. I thought I thought the best of the prequels was Phantom Menace for you. Um. Yeah. Or just well, go back and forth. It's a toss up. You know, uh, we see we see Django in Episode Two, mm. so I think uh, that has turned the table for me. Yes. And I also hear from you that you have your own podcast here. Oh snap! On, uh, yeah. What what what's your podcast about, John? Uh, so my brother and I we host Maine Men podcast. So Maine M A M E podcast or Maine Men. Sorry. Mm. It's uh we play through classic arcade games, man. We built an arcade cabinet ourselves, and so we play through like beat 'em up games, mm. like a uh, classic Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, X Men, like uh, Captain America, Spider Man. Those kind of like classic arcade games. Yeah, the classic arcade, eight bit kind of eighties, uh, nineties games. Oh uh, well, eight bit would be like uh, Nintendo, and like um, we're playing like arcades. So that's probably like sixteen. Sixteen. Yeah, I, I took a guess. It's all right. It's, it's cool. It's you cool. can tell how many I play. It's no, it's cool, man. Like we do, we do a lot of arcade games. So, like a fan, of, if you're a fan of like retro gaming, um, or like and similar listeners to you, like uh, nerd dumb, you know, nerd yeah. culture. Yeah. That's us, man. Me and my brother. Yeah. So uh, the Mame Med Mame Man podcast. Mame M-A-M-E. Man. A M E. That's it. Mame. Check us out. All right. Well, let's get to the uh, drinking game for episode two: Attack of the Clones, mm-hmm. Star Wars. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, whenever the words Jedi. Padawan, separatists, or master are said. We drink. Oof. Okay. <laughs> See, I'm gonna forget all these rules immediately. That's okay. I remind you. Um, whenever the whenever Anakin and Padme have an awkward moment, drink. Whenever <laughs> Obi Wan talks down to Anakin, drink. Wow. These are just like constant. Like every line. Yep. Just like, That's why uh, I said quite the hell of a drinking yeah. game. Uh, whenever a scene begins with the Senate. Drink. I am the Senate. <laughs> Whenever someone voices their concern about Anakin, drink. And I'm, I'm tossing this one around. Maybe we'll do this one, maybe we won't. But whenever lightsabers are drawn or someone loses their lightsaber. <laughs> that's no. no, you got to do that. That's a classic one. Every time yeah. you see a lightsaber, drink. Done. All right. All right. So we'll do it. And the finisher drink is when Anakin kills the Sand People. <laughs> Oof! I right. slaughtered them. <laughs> Perfect. What have I done? No, that's the wrong movie. It's fine. What have uh, I done? <laughs> All right, let's get to it. Three, two, one. Movie drunk. Ooh, Danny's smooth. Ooh. I'm alone. Hey, be alone. Star Wars books are cool, but I've got rocks. 
Always. I'm trying to gauge. Oh, because she likes she Daddy Wan, right? That's what you said before? Yeah. No, Clone Wars. Really cool. With the... Um... With the armor. You gotta wear that. Oh, he's animated also. Fuck him. I don't care. The Force! I know, I was just gonna say the Force. I hate it. I hate it. How could the Jedi Order not see through this man's bullshit? I drank a little bit of your hair. How was it? Fuss. Tasty. I'm glad I have plenty more. It's all over the fucking floor. <laughs> You're right, it is. <laughs> Cringe! I killed them all! I slaughtered them yeah, like he, animals. Yeah, he's not like I animals. hate them. I hate you. <laughs> no, I guess that'd be that more of a. That was like partially. Chewbacca. That's more of a chewy. It was like chewy mixed with Zambi bowl. Really Whiplash. Game. Whiplash, like J.K. Simmons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you not know this? And we're back from our episode two shenanigans. Oh, that was, was shenanigans is a good word for it because. Uh, a lot of those rules, um, Master came up the most. Yeah, there was this one scene with Anakin just saying, Master, Master, yeah, Master, Master. Master Jedi? Yeah, oh, man. Drank for a whole minute and a half. <laughs> Dude. Like, these are some good rules. I didn't, I didn't expect to have them, like, this bad. <laughs> but, like, you said you've done drinking games in the past with Star Wars, right? Yeah, and I've done a couple of drinking games, like my friends and I, because I don't know if it's apparent, but I'm a huge Star Wars fan. Yes. Uh, oh, don't worry. The fans will... If it wasn't apparent in the... <laughs> the listeners will know. In the, the commentary we'll, we just We'll know did. at the end of the <laughs> yeah. podcast. So the couple of times that we've done drinking games, specifically for the prequels, right? We did a marathon of the prequels one time, and mm. it was like, anytime they illuminated lightsaber... Uh, any times midichlorians are mentioned, the force, any time, this was a really fun one, was any time R2-D2, like, saves them from, like, impractical odds. Okay. You know, like, uh, the best example I can give to that is... Um, episode three? Yeah, episode three, when they're, when he just flips the gravity, and, like, uh, what's General Grievous' ship is going down. Sorry, I got a burp. It's fine. Excuse me. <laughs> and, uh... And he flips the gravity and, like, lights off the super battle droids on fire. So, like, anything like that, anytime to talk about midichlorians, yeah, force, stuff like that. That shit was dope. But what we're going to talk about is episode two here. So, yeah, sorry. Yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. No, 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 no. <laughs> I just wanted to bring it back. So, episode two. Um, Sean, you... Jesus Christ, I dropped my phone all over the place. Um, so, you mentioned a few things, Sean. Like, um, uh, what's, that, what's that character that was meeting with Boa Fett in the beginning? What's her name? Oh, Zamwazel, right? Zam. She's yeah, a dude. shapeshifter, right? In, in the, yeah, the very beginning stuff of this episode is like Jango Fett's hired to kill uh, Padme Amidala, and he subcontracts out to Zamwazel, who's girlfriend. She's a changeling, right? She's a changeling, mm -hmm. which means she's shapeshifter. That's what they call her in the show is a changeling, but her species is the Claudite. Okay. She's a shapeshifter. So she could be a fucking elephant. She could be a rhino, a shark, whatever she wants, but she chooses to be some... Some brunette broad who dates Django Fett for a while. Hot. But yeah. She's 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 the one who sends those creepy what what were those? Like the, the weird little caterpillars, the centipedes. Like, yeah, those, uh, man. You know, I hate bugs, so like oh poisonous bugs? Get the hell out of here. You know here. those like things you get in your house, like the um the uh, little creepy crawly things they have like the, the earwigs. The right? earwigs, yes. Yeah. Uh, they're Fuck very similar though. to that. Yeah. Ugh. Oh man. I always call them like silverfish. I don't know if that's like a term for that. Oh no, like, we got silverfish here. Yeah, I found a bunch of them like, in the bathroom. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Yuck. Yeah, we got we got. They're like the here. same thing. They're Yuck. like the same fucking thing. I'm pretty sure. Oh, those are not. earwigs. I think they are. Oh, fuck I those, think they're man. Very similar. But dude, I was saying in the movie, right? So they had those little caterpillar earwig silverfish crawling all over Padme, and Annie can just like kicks the door in and pulls out her saber. And he's like zap zap, 
but they're like they're like two inches tall. Yeah. So he brought his lightsaber within two inches of Padme's neck and just zap, zap, cut these dudes in half without harming his girl. Yeah, the like, chosen one. Dude, fact. <laughs> yeah. True. Yeah. Fucking. And he he's like the prodigal son. Literally, baby Jesus. So. <laughs> Yeah, he's right, yeah, he's right. space Jesus. Space yeah. Jesus. Like the story of Star Wars is about space Jesus. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, going well, lo- losing to the dark side and then coming back to the light. I said it when we were watching it, right? So the story behind Anakin Skywalker is kind like so in the movie they talk about how uh, well I guess this would be the Phantom Menace. How Shmi Skywalker, Anakin's mother, says mm-hmm. there is no father. You know, Qui Gon Jinn is Qui Gon Jinn is like who is his father? And she's like, that's the strangest thing. There is no father. And so the story behind that is explained in this book, Star Wars Darth Plagueis by James Luceno. So again, Danny, sorry. It's a Legends book. I know. Oh, I have to read the Legends books. I've, I've read most of the canon. We got to expand our horizon. You know, Star Wars, there's a lot that came before Star Wars before Disney owned it. So there's we got to expand a lot, our horizons. There's a lot to like... <sighs> Sure, just, there's a, a lot, lot to weed out. No, yeah, because it, it'll be it'll be like I'll get confused with like what what is what is canon, what isn't. And but like, but see, that's the, the problem. Details and stuff. Who cares what's canon and what's I not? Mean, I care a little bit because I want to I want to have one cohesive story. It is. It's the story of Star he's a, Wars. He's a big baby when it comes to that. But so in this non-canon <laughs> book, and in this non-canon book, Darth Plagueis by James Lucerno, they explain how Darth Plagueis and Darth Sidious, right? So Emperor Palpatine and his master created Anakin Skywalker through the Force. Yeah. Darth Plagueis came up with this this method to influence the midichlorians, right? Everyone, all of the Star Wars purists online and everything, they hate George Lucas's <laughs> writing. They, yep. hate, they hate the midichlorians. But so in this storyline, Darth Plagueis and Sidious influenced the midichlorians to create life. And, you know, by whatever cosmic, you know, alignments happened, it spawned Anakin Skywalker within Shmi Skywalker. So he okay. is the literal, as you said, Jesus. Space um, Jesus. Yeah, the space Jesus. Space Jesus. And then I guess not, he would probably be closer to the space Satan. Yeah, yeah. He, he's a fallen angel. Yeah, he falls. You know, he yeah. falls Fair. from grace. Huh. Yeah. All right, Sean. Some legends, knowledge, bro. Some knowledge on Legends, us here. bro. Expand your horizons. Who cares about Disney? Disney owns the world, but they don't own You're me right. yet. You're right. <laughs> they don't own me yet. <laughs> not, not yet. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. They're, they own a lot of shit. <laughs> and they own most of the shit I watch. Um, <laughs> they, they, yeah, they do. Seriously. Yeah. Like, I it, watch crazy. pretty much exclusively Disney stuff. Other than, like, wait, does... You know, Netflix stuff here and there. Do they own Fox? Yeah, no, no they, they, have, they have rights with Fox. Twentieth Century. Oh Fox. shit! Okay, yeah. So, because sure. I've been watching Raising Hope and My Name Is Earl. Okay, My <laughs> Name Is Earl. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Those shows are great. I don't. My think Name so. Is Earl is like top tier shit. Okay, never got take, it, that. take it, take it, dude. It's so good because like, well, I was telling, I was telling Dan um, the last pod, or wait, no, it's the next podcast actually. Uh-huh. Oops. <laughs> um, Spoiler alert. What is time? <laughs> um, you know where like he 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 like gets hit or he wins so he's a really shitty person and then he wins um the lottery and then he instantly gets hit by a car and loses the lottery ticket <laughs> love it and then he's like okay karma is a bitch mm-hmm. i need to like learn this karma stuff and start being a good person and then the second he he starts being good he gets the lottery ticket back and he gets the 100,000 dollars and so now and then he that's how he funds his like doing the good deeds it's a really good show 
and it's like all like trailer trash in California. Yeah, it's awesome. I could I could have told you about trailer trash. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, it's so, good. But Star Wars is better. Star Wars yeah. is better than My Name Is Earl. <laughs> that, was, that wasn't ever up for debate. All right, let's kick off some trivia here for this movie. So we got over. Do you guys want to take a guess how many actors um, were screen tested for the part of Anakin Skywalker? I want to say I, thirty. I have no clue, dude. Like, wh- well, like, what's a ballpark? You know, like thirty sounds. All right, like I'll give good. you. I'll give you a ballpark. Uh huh. So ballpark. Uh, give me another movie and another actor that I would recognize. Oh, okay. Do, do you have Do you have something like that? Um. I got nothing. No, I'm just gonna give you a number between something and something. Okay, deal. Number between zero uh-huh. and a thousand. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Like a hundred people. Okay. What's yours? He said thirty. You said thirty. I'm gonna say thirty. Yeah. Over four hundred young actors. What? Were Wait for Anakin in Attack of Clones in this yeah, movie. In, in this movie. Wow. Okay. And they landed on Hayden Christensen. Yes. Man, all, again, <laughs> all the purists out there are writhing. They're burning up right now. Yikes. Dude, come on. Hayden Christensen's great, man. Everyone gives him hate. I know. Listen. We're all so excited for him to come back. Listen. I, yes, exactly. Obi-Wan the new show Obi-Wan's and Ahsoka. Ahsoka. I'm excited yeah. for him to come back. But the thing is, he just isn't a good actor well, in the second on. one. Come on. I mean, that's like his first role ever. Had his he, first big role. His yeah, breakout. Right? I get it. But, like, you know, if, if this is Star Wars, this is the one of the biggest franchises of all time. True. But at that time, it wasn't what it is now. You got to understand. At the time, it was the biggest, it the was biggest franchise. It was rebuilding. Yeah. Exactly. It was just starting to kick up again. Yeah. I get it. But, they, you know, George Lucas has terrible picks. He, he has terrible Stop. production. <laughs> Stop. Listen, he's a story guy, not a screenwriter. Stop. He's... And he should not be a casting agent. That's the all father, dude. <laughs> oh, man, he, he, I know. And like, I hate to say it, George Lucas. This. <laughs> he's he's the creator of everything. But like, we gotta admit, the prequels were misguided by no. him by him having yes men around him and dude, saying, see, "Oh I yeah, that's a, such a good idea. I Jar Jar is such a good idea." Well, Jar Jar is is stupid. Don't get me wrong. His his <laughs> intelligence is low. Okay, let's not go to Jar Jar first. Bro. Yeah, exactly. Because he's barely in this movie. But he's also shot. a dumbass in this movie by handing the powers over to Palpatine. So you all may wonder why we say... Meet a Barry Padme. A lot. And it's mainly because Jar Jar is just fun to fucking make fun of. And he's a character that I see where they were going with... The character, but it just did not land in the in Phantom Menace, and that's yeah. He was trying; they was trying to be the new Chewbacca, and it, but like well, the comedic relief character. character, not necessarily the Chewbacca, more like the um oh the the C three PO. Yes, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. I, I see what they're going there, but it just didn't just didn't pan out, and yeah. Anyway, the the, the Misa Perry Barry Padme joke <laughs> comes from. I'm not sure if, this, if we've said this on the podcast before, but uh, we were watching we were watching episode three with Chris and yes, the um, Chris that Chris the that one Chris. we always make fun of. <laughs> uh, we we haven't this we've been good about that. Yeah, we've been we've been pretty good. Yes, and yes. Uh, he so he said we were just like riffing on like what like. Like what Jar Jar is at Padme's funeral, and we're just like, yeah, Misa Barry Padme, <laughs> and it, it just spawned into this <laughs> overarching theme. Every time we bring up Jar Jar, that has to be said at some point, and like, I I think it's mainly you that says it. <laughs> yeah, well, I just love saying it. You it's and Chris, Misa Barry Padme. Oh my god, I can't I can't even remember how many times when we were on vacation that you guys said. Yeah, it was at fun. the cabin. Yeah, <laughs> it was, yeah, that's what we that's what we do. 
oh, we should have made a drinking rule for that at the cabin. I don't think we yeah. did. Well, we didn't see it coming because it was just be me and Chris. And, I, and the you know, if you put it in control of one of us, one of us is going to fuck with you. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> very true. Well, anyway, yeah, that's our little spiel on Jar Jar. So, uh, yeah, back back to the episode. I mean, like this the story of one, two, and three. Like it's the setup for Darth Vader. You know, like, so to, to introduce someone, an unbiased opinion, right? Because obviously I have a biased opinion. Obviously you have a biased opinion. But someone completely new to Star Wars, you know, the question is, what do you start them with? Do you start with 4, 5, 6, episode 4, 5, 6, or do you start with episode 1, 2, 3? Exactly. So my girlfriend and I, we we just got through it. And I start. we started with episodes 1, 2, 3. And from her unbiased opinion, right, brand new to Star Wars, she said she enjoyed the fall of Anakin Skywalker. Right? We all know Darth Vader. So... We can't put the hat, the rabbit back in the hat. You know, we understand that Anakin Skywalker becomes Darth Vader. So we now have to tell an intelligent, you know, captivating story of how Anakin Skywalker falls to Darth Vader. And I think episodes one, two, and three do a great job of that, man. Even episodes one, you got little baby Annie, and you could tell then that this man was great. Let alone what I said from the Darth Plagueis books, you know, like, because that's afterthought. But, like... This man was great from the beginning, and then unfortunately he uh, got turned on to drugs somewhere, and you know, did, didn't <laughs> do something, didn't do anything good with his life. And then expanding upon that, not the drugs, but expanding <laughs> upon the uh, one, two, and three, like Clone Wars also expanded upon that even better, and they yeah. helped it out a lot more. Exactly, yes. they fleshed so, out a lot of the ideas yes. that Lucas had. Yes, because you're right, Lucas had a, a lot of crazy ideas, and a lot of them maybe weren't his best, but like. It's fucking a great story, dude. And it's uh, we. Well, yeah, I'm not. It's a great story. It's uh, not a great screenplay. Though. What do you mean, dude? The you tell me everything isn't lovely to look at. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> CGI. <laughs> bad choice to go completely CGI. I like. I like his innovation for going digital with this movie. This is the first Star Wars movie to, to be shot completely digital. Right. Oh, yeah. A little and more trivia there. Yeah. yeah oh yeah. yeah. L- Lucas is that. a big technical guy because like uh, the Nemoidians, you know who they are, the Separatist people. Uh, no. The Nibonians. The, the, the weird-looking ones that are with... Yeah, they're the, all weird-looking. The Separatists, the main Separatists. <laughs> the, the main Separatists. The ones that are in Clone Wars. The, vil- the villains from Clone Wars. And also from Dooku. Phantom Menace. Yeah. Well, they're all... Okay. They're all practical effects. Oh, wait, wait. The, the Asian stereotyped ones? Uh, no, I'll show you right The Viceroys? Now. Yes, the Viceroys. Yes. Exactly. They're all... They're all practical effects. So, therefore, the, it's like cogs and gears turning yeah. in their head yes. to make them like move and jumble and stuff yeah. as is Grogu aka Baby Yoda yes. in season 1 of Mandalorian. And George two. Lucas is a, a yeah, I, I'm not I'm not sure about season 2 so I just left that out, you know. Oh, okay, okay. So season 1 is officially Con- confirmed. Okay. Yeah. Practical effects for like m- more than more than not. Yeah, that's the whole thing of Star Wars. Like, most of the original trilogy was practical, yeah. and that's what made Anyone it so good. Anyone could just good. green screen some shit in there. Yeah. But, mm. like, he's spending money to make it real. The the mix of it is really well done in The Mandalorian. And the Mandalorian. In the prequels, in this in this movie particularly, not not a single yeah. clone trooper was was uh, in person. Yes, yeah, yeah. That, they were all CGI, and I think I think it's just too soon to be doing it on that kind of a scale. You know, he's just pushing the limits. That's George. I mean, I get it. He, he's an innovator. True. Yeah, True. and it yeah, makes exactly. sense. Yeah, and we—I mean, we wouldn't be where we are without him. But I'm just yeah. saying, if we're if we're judging it technically, it doesn't it doesn't hold up. Okay. You know, and that's okay because it's still a good story. It's a good story, not a good screenplay. All right, that's all, all right. I'm saying. All right, all right. Mo- mo- moving on from this. You can say that. That's fine. You can say <laughs> okay. what you want. 
Okay. I mean, come on with the Obi Wan or with the Anakin and Padme stuff with the with the love story. Right, and the, yeah, and the, but you're just and saying... Shakespearean fake dialogue word, right? So the it's to go back to the the rules we have. Anytime there was a cringeworthy scene, you know, when anyone ever has <laughs> shit to talk about the prequels, that's what they talk about. You know, the poor acting of uh, yeah. hating Christian because it's there. It's there. Whatever her name is, Natalie Portman. Natalie Thank Portman. you, Natalie yeah. Portman. It's it's cringeworthy. Yeah, but like. See, they're young kids, man. It also has to do with the writing, man. It also True. has to do with the writing. Definitely, definitely the writing. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not putting it solely at their feet. I'm putting, I'm very, yeah. I'm very much putting it in the screenplay of the writing and the, you know, it's in, a teen effort. And there was no <laughs> script doctor there. There's nobody to, to do a revision doctor. of it. I like it. I like you it. mean a script supervisor? Script supervisor. A well, that that's producer? just continuity, though, right? Yeah, it's continuity. Yeah. So like. I mean, well, there wasn't too many continuity errors. In oh, this. you're talking about? I'm oh, talking like oh. doing like a second draft of the screenplay. Yeah, like a, yeah, not Sean, just saying. So yeah, Sean George, was right. senior producer. Sean was right there. Okay. So, you know, so I guarantee some guy was just like, "Hey, George, this screenplay is pretty good. Let's let's just make it." And there's not a single right, done. draft. Here's the money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like yeah. the Skywalker I mean, Ranch. Because it's like, what are you going to say no to George <laughs> Lucas? Yeah, like, yeah, I hear you. You know, I hear you. yes man. That that's a good way he said it. There's a lot of yes man in his call. A lot of yes yeah. man. Yeah, that's almost that's the issue with these. With these I loved prequels. it though. I loved it though. I mean, I get it. Yeah, you can love it. And first, it's, it's first great that you canon, love it. Well, I guess not first canon, but first prequel appearance of a Mandalorian. That's what I was gonna say. That's yeah, where we're going exactly. next. Let's start. Let's well, start. Is, start is, he, is he technically a real Mandalorian? Word. All right. So again, in the story, I'm telling you to uh, broaden your horizon. The, the comic <laughs> book legends. Django Fett open seasons tell the story about Django Fett. Django Fett was a foundling, right, to put it in yes. terms of the Mandalorian. So yes. Din Djarin, the main character of the Mandalorian, is is a foundling, meaning uh, the droids came and ravaged his village and He's his rescued. parents. Exactly. He was rescued by the Mandalorian, so he was raised as a Mandalorian. You got to think about Mandalorian as like almost a religion, you know? So like uh, he was <laughs> if, if you want to well, in terms of Marvel, though, too, he was Gamora with Thanos. He was taken from yeah exactly yeah, it was you know that, but not to be a warlord he, uh, adopted but she was a warrior adopted a into warrior. a warrior race yes you know and the same thing with okay. Jango Fett Jango Fett's parents again in yeah. open seasons he talks about it they were farmers and they were killed when Mandalorians came to raid yes. their homeland and so all that was left was this young kid Jango Fett so the leader of the man the true I think it was the true Mandalorians is what the name of their like sect was they adopted Django Fett and the leader was Jaster Muriel who was the fucking like commander and he was like yo you'll be my son so like a true Mandalorian what are we talking about you know was he born on Mandalore no but was he as much a Mandalorian as all the other people practicing you know like you have Twi'lek Mandalorians you have other species you have Rodian Mandalorians it's not just humanoid species yes. born on the planet Mandalore it's all these other species who've adopted this culture of a warrior race a nomadic warrior race that's what it's all about Mandalorians yeah. Mandalorian pride oh yeah like, <laughs> it's kind of like Vikings yeah, exactly. Yes, they're space Vikings. That's what a lot of people assign them to. Yeah. So that whole like not a true Mandalorian, get out of here with this bullshit. As as uh, as Django says, or sorry, as Boba says in the Mandalorian season two. Spoiler alert. You know, I wore this armor. My father before me wore this armor. So I'm as much as Mandalorian as anyone else. Yes. Come well, at me. Well said. Well said. <laughs> Damn. Um, very, very Django's close. my boy, bro. This is where we see the Dude, best. Do not hear him back. talking about this shit all the time. Oh, I remember. <laughs> oh yeah, well your your uh, cosplay costume is, is a Mandalorian, right? Yeah, I'm I'm long long way in the process of working on my own custom Mandalorian costume. 
in fun fact, again, if we're going down this rabbit hole, for it. so the the Mandalorians that we that we know as Jango Fett and Boba Fett, they're of a different era than the Mandalorian from the Mandalorian Dinjarin. Okay. So uh, Boba Fett and Jango Fett have two separate breastplates with a chest diamond, and with Dinjarin Mando, he has it all in one piece. So that's adding a lot of new canon things. To yeah. the Star Wars universe because uh, I'm trying to join the Mandalorian Mercs costume club and yeah. they're they're canon, they're not canon characters but it's like in universe costumes. So like if you wanted to be the Mandalorian, you're in a different universe than if you were in the Boba Fett and Jango Fett. So that's mm-hmm. like there's there's some uh, minor differences between those two Mandalorians. Okay, but I'm very very happy the Mandalorians are in the full spotlight now, man. Yeah, give them the props that they deserve because i was saying they they done they've been done grit in, uh, yeah well the Django, especially in this movie Django got his head lopped off <laughs> done yeah. yeah and then boba fett eaten by a sarlacc you know like they've been done grit and as of recording this like we're gonna be getting that new disney plus show book of boba fett book of boba where so we're gonna possibly see you know him escaping from the sarlacc pit we're gonna see it's like a i think it's a four episode four or five episode like mini series uh, i yeah, think something like that series. Yeah, yeah it's something like that so, who knows what we're going to get? So, we wanted to break in here to talk a little bit about uh, Mandalorian, uh, specifically the book of Boba Fett. Yeah, the uh, exclusive miniseries that's coming out um, So to Disney+. Plus. And we just watched the trailer. The first trailer just dropped recently, in the, the last week or so. And honestly, it, it's got some cool things. It's setting up a lot of underworld stuff, like some spice some spice trading maybe or some uh yeah some different kinds of uh you know s- words what are english um <laughs> well they're trying to like there is uh, boba fett's trying to re revamp the the, uh, the underworld and like under his his rule instead of jabba because jabba like like what they said the, i guess the takeaway line from this trailer is that if you spoke such insolence when jabba was still king or still the the leader here he would he would have fed you to his menagerie yeah, but so Jabba's been dead. That other guy that the, he killed at the end of Mandalorian season two. Yeah, Biff was, Fortuna. He was in charge, but like, how much was he really doing? Because this takes place what five years after Episode six? Five, yeah, five years. Yeah. Okay, so he's been in charge for five years, and and we don't know what's been going on in those five years. So maybe we'll get a little more backstory in the show. Maybe, yeah. What's happened? That'd be cool. But what kind of I don't know. It doesn't seem like as much of a plot. I think I think that's like the intention of the. Uh, like, I mean, because remember the Mandalorian season two trailer? It didn't have like any. I don't. But <laughs> it had like no nothing. It, it just okay. looked like it looked like just another like another episode of the Mandalorian the first season. True. Where True. Like, it just looked like another side adventure, and then everything that happened in season two was like insane. Well, so not I everything, think, but yeah, <laughs> it was very cool. Yeah, yes. I think I think this new book of Boba Fett's gonna gonna surprise us because it's, it's Boba Fett, you know, and like it's hard. It's gonna be hard. I mean, anything's possible, mm-hmm. but it's gonna be hard to fuck up Boba Fett. 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 Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. So that's that's just a little bit on our two cents with book of Boba Fett. I don't, we're probably not going to talk about it much more than this. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't know if we're ever going to really talk about it. On we this have a podcast. full schedule, so yeah, we're we're pretty booked. But if you want to hear us talk about it, let us know, and maybe we'll we'll get to it at some point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, back to back to this whole back Star to Wars. Sean back to Star Wars about legends. 
A- as I said, I mean, in the comics, again, expand your horizons, people. Look outside of Disney. Dark Horse Comics, you know, Image Comics, they all did Star Wars. And in the Legends comics, Boba Fett survives because of his best scar. The steel protects him from the acid. Yeah. So, hmm. cuts his ass way through. All right. <laughs> cuts, cuts his, his ass, ass way through. All right. All right. So, another uh, trivia that now we're moving on. Um, this is the last Star Wars film to officially be rated PG before the PG-13 movies. I can so, understand why Revenge of the Sith is, is rated PG-13 yeah. because, you know, killing he kills youngling. fucking little kids? Yeah, he kills yeah. little kids. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Um, well, yeah, this one, you know, it, what the worst thing that is a dead mom, which you can cover that up with just, you know, in the body bag. And fine, I mean, Jango gets decapitated, but there's no blood. So I yeah, because yeah, it got cauterized. Exactly. I was yeah. talking about the lightsabers, man. It, it's basically a beam of hot energy. Take like a, a, like a jet engine. Yeah, just, just like instantly hyper focus it. You know, exactly. Yeah. It's just a hot flame. So anything it cuts, it cauterizes, and it's not squirting blood. So that saved them, you know. George Lucas right there, he's a smart man. You sell more tickets at PG yeah. than you do PG-13 or R. True. Larger uh, target audience. He's but, a smart guy. Uh, but just imagine. Imagine if we did get, like, An R-rated Star Wars? Yes. Should be all, look at Deadpool, man. Deadpool and Deadpool 2 were, like, one of the highest grossing R-rated films of all time. Imagine yeah, if we had an R-rated Star, Star Wars. Wars Should yeah. be crazy, bro. Dude, that would crazy. be awesome. We might not necessarily, not necessarily get blood, but if we did, it'd be... We'd get torture, you know? Yeah. Like, just think about Dark Side. Just, you yeah, get way just more Dark Side people. A lot more, you know... Dude, they I, should do, like, ooh. Knights of the Old Republic, kind of like that, like, Jedi-Sith War. Yeah, and like you know, because you could, you could bring in, Ooh. you could bring in like world, like real world kind of like politics and like um, you know, because George Lucas is always a fan of using real world politics. Yeah. You could yeah. have like you know, like torture, like as like a general issue that we're talking about in the movie. Okay, you know, like like the good guys becoming the monsters of the of the Sith when they're trying to track down the Sith and whatever like that. Yeah, you, know, you, you can have the Sith being truly evil by like using. I don't know, using like the force and like, actually like having like electricity, like the lightning, the force lightning, and sure. like having it like really do do some damage instead of just being like, oh no, the oh. energy force oh, around yeah. me, oh, no, it's killing me, you will die again. <laughs> Fucking hate it. Maybe even <laughs> hate it. Ryan Johnson's trilogy might. We is that even that. still happening? Yes, that is still happening. I, oh I don't God. speculate on rumors. You know, there's so many rumors. Oh, going that's around, not rumors. This is all speculation from me. This is no rumors at all. This sure, is all sure, 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 sure. But and then wasn't it the <laughs> Game was, of Thrones guys? Weird. The game of yeah, Thrones they got guys fucking okay. So the, because they bombed season eight, yes. exactly. They bombed that season just eight. Shows you, and man, just, yeah. don't count your chickens before they're hatched. They yeah. told HBO, they said, "No, we just need seven episodes," yeah. and then they blew the last that season was, of Game of Thrones, and then they lost their Star Wars content. You don't know how disappointed mm. I was. With well, Game of Thrones talk season to them, eight. man. Don't be dumbasses. I know, right? Yeah, and that was supposed to be Knights of the Old Republic. Which oh. Knights uh, allegedly again according allegedly. to and whatever be, because, you know, rumors allegedly. and the, you know that's this thing that they they're good at adapting what's already there so like if because they have source material there I think it would have been a, a worthwhile project but because they bombed season eight two hundred percent Daniel son you know yeah. that's why I keep saying about the legend stuff expand your universe it's only legends now because Disney hasn't picked it up yet. You know, there's so many themes from canon that they've brought into the now Legends material. We have Revan. Prime example, Boba Fett surviving. You know, yeah. like, for yes. when, did, when did Empire Strikes Back come out? You know, 80. 80s? 1980? Mm-hmm. Right, so it's literally, literally 40 years ago 
you know, for the past 40 years, we always thought Boba Fett was dead. And all of the people who read comics are like, no, he's not. You are stupid plebs because you don't read the, the comic <laughs> books. You know, you're not in the know. Because us in the know, we know that Boba Fett survived the Sarlacc pit. So who knows what other things I'll introduce in the canon, man. You know, yeah, like they sure. already did the thing. We talked about it uh, briefly with the Dark Empire, you know, yeah. the dark, the clones and stuff. You know, we got Snoke in the sequel trilogy. Which, so uh, they're already getting kind of convoluted with that because with the with the because they fucked up with Rise of Skywalker bringing yeah. Palpatine back, but he's a clone of himself. Yeah, and that, yeah exactly. It's already out there because so they it, gave it to whoever it was who did Episode Eight. Yeah, Ryan Johnson. Ryan Johnson, which is why I'm. It. Sorry, Ryan Johnson, not sorry. I'm not too excited for his trilogy, if, if it ever comes to fruition. Yeah. Okay. But, but he can set up his own story. If you he know, sets it up with his own yeah, characters and exactly. his own lore and sure. stuff, it, would, it could be good. But I think because it would he fucked, like, Because he great. fucked with the main timeline yes. and he said, fuck all, this, all these legacy characters, yeah. I'm, I, I can't forgive him for that. I think as as the future of Star Wars progresses, and this is me, just Sean Ramundo, host of the Main Men podcast. I'm nobody, you know, <laughs> like I, I'm an avid, obsessive Star Wars fan. But my honest opinion is that we need to get away from the Skywalker bullshit. Agreed. You know, like even in comics, I was telling you about the current comic book series that's going on. It's called War of the Bounty Hunters. It still happens within the events of you know, four, five, six. The the War of the Bounty Hunters comics is between episode five, um, Empire Strikes Back, and Return of the Jedi, episode mm-hmm. six. So, like, let's just forget about these guys named Skywalker, and let's just, it's such a vast universe. You know, a galaxy far, far away a long, long time ago. Yes. You know, let's let's show something else. Let's get away from Skywalker. Agreed. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel. No, let's, yeah, let's... and that's, that's where I think they, where they could have, Ryan Johnson, his only kind of, good contribution to was trying to do that was trying to get away from that i I agree with that and then jj abrams brought it right back to ray skywalker and i'm just like "Uh, i don't know well and her being a palpatine anyway it's it's just just leave that just leave that skywalker palpatine darth vader kind of storyline alone yeah we already talked do something new But we've already talked about this in the, in the Rise role, of Skywalker other, podcast. Skywalker, Go check that one out. It's like our third ever episode. Hashtag movie drunks. Yeah, that was, that was a long time ago. Yeah, that was ago. a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. In a galaxy far, far away. Well. Whoa. You well, like that? Well, yeah. Well, well. Nailed it. So, um, yeah, anything you want to talk about, Danny? Um, I'd like to talk about um, just kind of Obi-Wan's hair. Yeah, yeah. The I don't like man in the long. Is like, it because Seth loves hair? his hair? Because I figured, yeah, I got to give something for Seth in this podcast <laughs> for her to for her to be a part of this. But you know, she she, she did watch the movie with us. Yeah, she did watch the movie with us, and she's in the commentary a little bit, probably. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so Obi Wan has long hair. I never liked so like my favorite. This is weird, but I've always had like my favorite haircut of Obi Wan to be in Episode Three, because he has like just it's just like a regular haircut with the beard, right? Yeah, yeah. I, he's more cleaned up than he is in this one. Right in this one, he's just like he's scraggly. He's got a scraggly beard and he's got like super long hair. And he, it's like this is definitely the worst look for Obi Wan. He's like the Anakin of that episode. Like he's looking that he's like where Anakin was. I mean, I ain't gonna oh. hate on three. Oh, I ain't I gonna hate on anyone who looks scruffy. I mean, look at me, man. Like I, I shaved in like, <laughs> I look like three a hockey weeks. player. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Scruffy, so. I'm all about. I do. I see what you're saying with yeah. the cleaned up look. That's pretty cute, you know. <laughs> Pretty cute. But I mean, like, 
it's, it goes like three, one, two. Because when he's a Padawan, I hate the Padawan haircut. Oh, the braid, I, I, just dude? Hate, I just hate that I'm in all general. about that braid, I just, It's just not Swag. my thing. Voluntary decision, by the way. All Padawans do not have to have a braid, but some of them opt to, as in Obi-Wan and Anakin. Is that a comic thing? Uh, yeah, exactly. I wonder Spain, what your horizons. <laughs> I wonder what like Twi'leks do because they right? can't they can't cut their hair. Well, well if their you think about Ahsoka, Ahsoka's got the headpiece. Yes, so oh. she has like a jewel. And even in a Jedi braid, there's supposed to be like a jewel or a bead or something there as well. Mm. Okay, to kind of symbolize that they're Padawans. Exactly, a learner. Yeah, yeah, Padawan learner. Yeah, I don't. I didn't take any notes for this one, oh, so I'm just kind of winging it. Uh, should we say our favorite lines? Wait. Yeah, let's do our favorite lines. All right. I think you and I have the same favorite fucking line. Yeah, let's hear it. Go I, ahead. It was going to be your line, but... Um, oh. Oh? I, I just have... I just... Um, something that symbolizes my feelings about this movie. Okay. In certain aspects of it. Sure. Um, this is such a drag. When C-3PO says this is such a drag. <laughs> I think in certain aspects, specifically relating to like C-3PO in this movie and like, are the droids... That is such a drag because it takes me out of the movie instantly. When C-3PO opens his fucking mouth? Yeah, any, whenever, like, that whole bit where he's, like, he switches bodies with the... with the Yeah, with the droid. The droid. Yeah. I'm just like, uh, This is so exhilarating! I'm just, yeah, what, why, do, why are we doing this, you know? He sucks. Yeah. C-3PO sucks. Yeah, C-3PO, and definitely, and, like, I mean, he doesn't, he doesn't suck too much. Uh, he's played to the perf- perfection in, in the OT because everyone knows what he is. He's just an annoying character, like, let's shut yeah. him up. Turn them off. Yeah, whatever. exactly. But Never in this one, the odds. they give him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they give him free reign in this trilogy, and I'm just like, oh, well, should we have done? And I get it for the kids, bro. I, I will say though, C3PO had a perfect example. What again? Say your favorite line. Go ahead. Uh, this is such a drag. C3PO is one of the most quoted characters. Like, thank the maker. You know, like these are some of the yeah. most quotable references. I'll give you that one. Yeah, true. It's very true. And never tell me the odds, Grant Han Solo, but about C3PO. What's your uh, favorite line, Sean? From I have no clue, dude. What I was so captivated by this movie, man. This is my favorite movie. It's got to be something. <laughs> okay, that, you like, look that up while I say my favorite line. All right, deal, go hit me. With well, it. everyone knows your favorite line. It's the, it's well, the line two. of the I movie. I got two. You got two. Okay. The one I'm pro- everybody knows. I hate sand. <laughs> it's coarse. It's rough. Gets in everywhere. irritating, and it gets everywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, the other one is, I think, near the same scene. Um, it's and I can say. You're asking me to be rational? Uh, yeah. We're asking you to be fucking <laughs> You're rational. You're asking me to think rational. <laughs> that was good. Well, that I, was really funny. I said, I said in the movie, I'm like, why isn't Padme like shutting down or like explaining to him why his ideas aren't quite? They're a little crazy. The, yeah. Little yeah. It's like someone should make them agree. You know, no, oh, that's called the dictator. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she did mention that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but she's she didn't push him on it. No, she's exactly. just like she's like, oh, you're cute anyway. Okay, <laughs> honey. Okay, honey. <laughs> it's like it's not like you're going to be an evil dictator in the future at all or whatever. I yeah. guess uh, if we're talking about uh, quotes, the only other memorable quote that I have is from Dex in his diner where oh, he's yeah. like, oh, what is this? Oh, this is one of those cloners. This is a Camino Saber Dar. <laughs> it's just like, he's awesome. And this is where they like introduce the whole like Mandalorian thing. Yeah. And, and again, to quote back to that Darth Plagueis book, you know, in it, they talk about the Kaminoans. So the Kaminoans is the race of the, was a gray, white alien. We call them the big tall guys with the stupid necks. <laughs> they, yeah, the long they are an intergalactic species so i was explaining this to daniel wass jr who had to rasp his 
wrap his little brain around it. And <laughs> it's, it's from another universe. So they're not from the Star Wars universe. They came from another universe because their universe bit the dust. And they, like, had some inter-universal travel. And they came here. So think Marvel. Think yeah. Marvel. So you're talking yeah, an, think an Marvel alternate multiverse. universe. You know, a multiverse. multiverse. Yeah, because okay. we, we can all grasp the thought of a multiverse, right? So there's yes. more... There's more universes happening right now than just the one that we're experiencing. So they came from another one of those into this universe. Mm-hmm. And they're like, fuck it. We're just going to clone people here. And then, <laughs> and then honestly, they're pretty successful, un- successful until, you know, we see the Bad Batch. They eventually meet their end. Yeah. Thanks yeah. to the Empire. They fucking, they, yeah. they bit it. You they know, bit it know. good. So with all this multiverse talk, figured it was uh, time to talk about uh, rewriting the sequel trilogy yeah maybe, and i mean either they rewrite it or they do obviously what marvel's doing right now in expanding a multiverse where they're going to be multiple different universes not necessarily colliding but going in sync with each other mm-hmm. like in a timeline so i I'd i like know that. you hate the sequel trilogy i hate the sequel trilogy yeah except for force awakens force awakens is all right like it's it's, it's fine nostalgia yeah, nostalgia. It's episode four uh, rebooted, and you know it does. I think most people disagree with Han Solo dying. I like that. I thought that was like shocking, and you know, like just what the movie needed. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, Last Jedi. Like Last Jedi was. I don't. I don't hate the place what Last Jedi put us in, but I hate the, how we got there. Maybe. And then for then Rise of Skywalker is just trash. I hate that movie. Maybe Even though it gave me the Star Wars feeling. Could do is they could keep Force Awakens the way it was, and then this new multiverse kind of erases Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker, and they just do maybe one, either a bigger movie or a new trilogy spinoff of that, which could be bullshit and kind of stupid. But I don't, I don't know. People got to start start thinking outside the box on this one because it's they got to stop stop being so uncomfortable with with multiverses and yes. like different timelines because I mean look at what DC's doing. They're they're mm-hmm. doing three different Batman. Batman's Jesus Batman. Christ, yeah, one. they've been doing it the longest, honestly. Yeah, and so people have no problem with that. Well, <laughs> I mean, I don't have a problem with it. People have a problem with recasting Batman like five hundred fucking times. And everybody's gonna have a problem if they recast yeah. Iron Man. Everyone's gonna have a problem with that. Obviously, which, I'm Tom, gonna have a problem with that. Imagine Tom Cruise was Batman, or Iron Man. At if one Tom point. Cruise is Iron Man. That that'll be the day that pigs fly. Right? <laughs> that was like I saw this meme that like if it was set in the '90s, like. Tom Cruise would be Iron Man. Oh yeah, he, he definitely would have been like the top pick. He's so short though. Yeah. <laughs> well, isn't isn't Tony Stark short? Or is that no? You mean Robert Downey Jr.? No, I know Robert Downey Jr. is like a little bit short. He always he had, like in the behind the scenes short. he had to like wear wear like high heels or whatever. Yeah, he, I mean he's like five ten. He's not that short. Oh okay. But I think Gwyneth Paltrow is just tall as fuck. Yeah, Gwyneth Paltrow is like six two, right? Yeah, she's <laughs> awkwardly tall. Um. <laughs> I know they kind of brought in a little of the uh, the Dark Ray theory at some yeah. point. Did you like that theory? No. <laughs> you didn't like the Dark Ray theory. I It was a cool trailer moment. I'm not I'm not into that. But see, I always liked the idea of her and Kylo switching places. I, I like kind of liked that. I like the idea of them going off and doing their own thing together. Okay. And like in the being like destroy the past, the past is dead. Because the Sith in the dark side is also part of the past. It's even more part of the past. True. I'd say. And for them to do something new would be to just completely disavow any order at all and just be like nomadic Jedi. 
or nomadic we're, force we're gray users. Jedi. Yeah, gray Jedi. Have, make yeah. that be a thing. Explore that concept. But you know, and that's why that's why I like the part where I like like what? Well, okay, I don't. Maybe I don't like exactly where we landed in Last Jedi, but they had potential there when Kylo's holding out his hand to Rey. He's like, "Come join me." If they, if he chose to go in that direction, I would have been like, "Okay, the rest is forgiven." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like all this bumpy bumpiness because now we're going somewhere interesting for Rise of Skywalker, but they they didn't they they did a heel turn and then they just decided to do the rest of the rest of like the original trilogy over again, and it just didn't it, work. Yeah, it, yeah, you're right. It, it kind of is weird, but. I don't know. It's what just what a, would you do? What would you do? I told you that I do the dark ray theory. Oh, you do the dark. I, okay. I like the dark ray theory because it works. How she um she kind of either goes to the dark side with him again at last Jedi. Mm-hmm. She becomes dark ray, and they're both together. And at some point, Leia, when she dies, gets through to Kylo, and he kind of is like he, he's kind of shaken or whatever. And then at some. Some point, some of the Jedi or something like the, the Jedi ghost. Or so whatever. he connects with with Luke and well, dead Luke now. Dead Luke, his mother, and then maybe even Han, which is just a vision, which, which is weird. That was a weird part. Yeah, of it. he was just like a memory. Or I something. liked that. I, it was, it was like my favorite scene in like all of Star Wars, but it made yeah. no sense in any context. Yeah. It was like, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I I don't know how exactly it would go, but I want him to somehow to go to the le- the the good side go to the light the light side <laughs> i was gonna say that sounds stupid <laughs> the good side yeah and then ray just ends up bad the whole time it's just a whole yeah. 180 for her see the only problem with that is that we don't really know specifically like it's it's implementing that is the exactly. hard part and that's if you can find a way if to you can do fi- it. if you can find a way to get his arc from being completely evil after literally killing his dad and then having him be redeemed before the end of the third movie that's the thing. He didn't. I don't think he really wanted to kill his dad. He could have some remorse for that. You could see that in the last Jedi. He was just like, right. But it's like it's the act of killing him. That's what turns him completely yes. to the dark side. So then yes. we'd have to drag him out of that. In like you know, in I don't. I don't think. I don't think what they what they had with again. That's a great scene that they had with in Rise of Skywalker. But I don't think it's enough to justify his redemption. It's just kind of like he'll turn. We're good. He's good now. Mm. So you gotta you gotta do it better than that. All right. Well, we're getting a little long here, so we're going to wrap this up here. Um, what do you, What are your thoughts on the sequel trilogy? Do you like it? Do you hate it? Do you want to see it change? Do you like our multiverse theory that we have going with the timelines all going in sync with each other? Let us know. In sync, filmed a scene. Oh shit! I knew about this. Playing yeah. um, in the Jedi nightclub in the beginning of the film. Word. So wasn't it that? Uh, is is it Lance Bass? Is he a member of, member of NSYNC? <laughs> he beats uh, me, man. Lance Bass. That sounds familiar. I think he is. Yeah. So so the rumor is is that Lance Bass was let me let me double check. Uh, was one of the uh the Jedi's in you know the uh I thought it was the Geonosis scene. But I wouldn't put it past him for putting them in there because, like you know, they had every Jedi there fighting on Geonosis. Yeah. So, so, so the rumor is, and I, and from what I've seen, I've never confirmed this. It's just you know, again, I don't read into like Facebook memes and whatnot. But <laughs> the rumor is, is that like Lance Bass or number another member of Insync slash uh, Backstreet Boys was in one of those scenes as 
a just a Jedi. He's just like, yo, George, put me in this. Like, All right, dude, I got you. <laughs> well, that's that's like the um like the story with Sam Jackson. Like he told he asked yeah. George Lucas to give him the purple lightsaber. Yeah. Like, I just like purple, it, yeah, dude. like and, purple motherfucker. <laughs> and on his lightsaber hilt is engraved "bad motherfucker." <laughs> I love it so much, yeah, dude. Did he get to keep it as a prop? Of I course, yeah, of course, did. yeah. Hand me that wallet. Which one is yours? It's the one that says "bad motherfucker." <laughs> okay, so. favorite line from Pulp Fiction. Yeah, it's awesome. If we ever man. do Pulp Fiction again, that that'll be the that'll well, be like my favorite line. Give me yeah. all there. Yeah, give me all there. All right, greatest movie of all time. <laughs> it is fantastic. Oh yeah, but anyway, back to that end sync end sync scene. Yeah, it was it was just a deleted scene that they never ended up cutting into the movie. Makes sense. So just imagine in sync. A boy band performing in that scene right there was, you know, I'm, I'm the glad chase. they were wise enough to leave it out because that would have just because Star Wars is supposed to be timeless. Yeah, it's, it's a timeless story. If they did that, that would have really that's, dated it. Yeah, that's a really good point, man. Yeah. Yeah. You say timeless, but but then again, you say, you in your opinion, you don't think it held up. The CGI, it's like okay, so execution wise, the CGI didn't hold up. The story holds up because it's 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 a timeless story. I don't know, man. I think the CGI it's about, looks really good. It's a, you really think the CGI yeah, looks I that good? For the like, time. Dude, I watch this movie over and over again. All right. If, I'm, if you I'm glad you like on, it. If you put this movie on right now again, I'd sit down and watch the whole thing again. <laughs> no shame. Wait, look, you want to do that? <laughs> no shame, dude. No shame at all. I'll do Revenge of the Sith, but you hate Revenge of the Sith. Revenge of the Sith, I always said, is good up until the whole Palpatine thing. Like, no. No, see, that's when it gets good. Nah, see, I After disagree with you. The second half of that movie. killing me. <laughs> which we already talked about this in the, in the Revenge of the Sith podcast. Yeah. By the way, listen to that one, too. Good. Also in season one. Also, Was that season one? Yeah. That was good. season one. We had wow. two season ones. So Glad I, I wasn't asked to be on that one, man. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah but... um. I think the second half of that movie is way better than the first half. Well, the, like you said, the the dual scene on Mustafar is fucking phenomenal. Mm-hmm. You know, even oh, even McGregor and Hayden Christensen said that they, they trained for like over a year. Yeah. on that one scene because like it's like think about how many shots there are, dude. It's and a lot like of choreography. choreography. Yeah, that shit's incredible. Yeah. So I, I can't well knock done. that. I can't. Glad they did that. their own stunts too. Yeah, like, exactly. Was... You got much respect. Much respect. It's crazy. Like this movie, yeah, it had a, it was more dialogue than actual battle in this movie. It was a lot more expo- exposition okay. than anything. But which, that's what I think I like about this movie because this yeah. the more I watch the, the this movie in the Phantom Menace, I realize that like the world building and the politics is way more interesting than what's politics actually politics heavy. Yeah, 100% politics, man. It gets more interesting every time I watch it every time. Like, yeah, dude. Cuz it's like you know, you get you get like the backstory of. I, I mean, even after reading Je- Dooku Jedi Lost, you understand mm-hmm. his backstory of like, okay, well, the Separatists, they're they're doing their own thing because they don't, they don't have faith in the in the um, Senate, the Senate, and the Republic, mm-hmm. and then the Republic's trying to keep the unification, kind of like a civil war kind of thing. Yeah, and they're so then. And you have this schemer in the background, a third party, aka Palpatine, Palpatine, who's messing with everything. And he is the mastermind, and he's and he, it's just genius how he gets these two armies to pit against each other just to come out on top. And it's just so interesting that you can just play that on. Like, he played everybody. He played them all. Yeah, it's dude. So good. You well know, said, dude. The politics know, is intense. What you're saying is this kind of reminds me of you know Captain America: Civil War. The whole thing oh, of that can be on both sides. It's very similar. The way you guys just described that, like yeah. two different parties, and the third party ends up fucking winning, and then yeah. they're all on different sides, and it's just like. It's well written. Well, 
somewhat well written. It's well <laughs> it's well written as a story. As a story. Yeah. The story beats are good. The intermechanical screenplay dialogue and specific actions that that take place within the movie aren't done to perfection. Yeah, we're beating a dead bantha at this I, point. So, a like, dead, dead bantha, yeah. love it. So we're, we're let's let's we keep mentioning that we should get off of that topic. Okay. There, I just, it's just <laughs> because no, I, nobody says it enough. People just yeah. say George Lucas is a bad is a bad storyteller, and everyone like you know, there's like a famous song, George Lucas raped our childhood. Oh my god! What? Stop. Yeah, Stop. I'm just like, no, he didn't. What? He had he had a good story. He just didn't have the correct tools to write a screenplay, and that's that's. All. I just want to break that down. But anyway, respect, respect just, to the all father. Threw me the fuck off with that. But okay. Well, you never heard it. It's like, George no. Lucas raped our childhood. No, you never heard that. No, I mean, I've seen the South Park episode. Oh, is it South Park? No, no, no. But South Park had. Uh, oh, where they raped Indiana Jones? Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's the same kind of concept. Yeah. Yeah. It's huh. Yeah. No, all the, all you Star Wars peers out there, get out of here, get over yourself, man. Yeah, the it's, prequels it's, are awesome. Right. Prequels Prequel, are awesome. Prequels are they have some value. They have value there. Some value. Well, <laughs> Sean, before we wrap things up, yeah, we want to. What, what's your podcast again? Let's let's talk about this. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. So my brother and I, we host the Mame Men podcast. M A M E Men podcast. We play through uh, classic arcade games. We haven't played a Star Wars game. Unfortunately, there was no Star Wars games out at the time. Oh. They had like an Atari system, which where it was the, again, original trilogies. Because these games came out, all the games we play have been like the 80s and the 90s, 89 yeah. to 94, stuff like that. Makes sense. So they had an Atari version of the Star Wars. Uh, fan, um, sorry, A New Hope, the worst of the Star Wars movies. Don't at me. <laughs> Where where <laughs> oh, they blew boy. up the Death Star. It's like that was an eight bit game. That one was trash. So okay. like we don't play that. Okay. But we play other games. You know, like X Men, Turtles, uh Final Fight. Well, listen, du- I listened to the Turtles one. The Turtles one was really good. Yeah, man. You got you got a really good thing going with this podcast, and I highly recommend it to anybody Fuck that's yeah, listening dude, to thanks, us. Man, much love. Main yeah, Men no. Podcast, dude. We're on Spotify, uh, Google Podcast, uh, Apple Music, Apple Music, Apple yeah. Podcast. Yeah, what's your uh, like Twitter handles, Instagram handles? Words, so our Instagram is Main Men Pod, and then you can follow us on Facebook, Main Men Podcast, and then yeah, just hell yeah, I mean, man, cool. Main Men, dude. Hell yeah. All right. Cool. So we want to. We before we go, do we want? We want to rate this podcast. Yeah. Or do we want to rate the movie? Okay. Go here. You said rape. Do we want to rate? No. 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 We're off rape. (sighs) Okay. (laughs) All right. Um. So, Attack of the Clones. I haven't even thought about this yet, so I'm trying to think of what I'm going to give this. You just had two hours, two and a half hours to think. I know. I just haven't even thought about. I I think I'm going to give it a 78. It's a 78. Out of 100. Out of 100. Okay. Yes. Blood alcohol content. Blood alcohol um, content. Nice. Yes. 78%. You're dead. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's good. The story is well done. Writing, eh. The acting, eh. But what? Get the CGI, here. eh. Get but the here. story and what it sets up is for the broader universe is well done. And that's what I get the most props for. I'd have to agree with you there. Um, but I'm going to give it a little higher rating. Okay. Based on everything that you said, everything you said is correct, but I'm just going to give it a little higher grade because I'm, I'm a little more forgiving with that. I'm going to give it an 85 because I can watch this movie just in, in tandem with as, almost as much as I can watch Revenge of the Sith. Okay. And that one I watch any day, all the time, but and then this one, you know, it's episode two, you know, it's like, okay, so it's a little like, oh, okay, but still, it's still a worthwhile movie and, you know, and... 
you know the politics are done done great the the, the subtext although there are certain like you know certain lines where he says the sand the sand and you're more you're like a father to me obi-wan like the, the the subtext isn't there sometimes but the the broader to the broader universe that we are saying dan is it, it you know it it works it works with it so yeah i'll give it an 85 Sean? what do you think Sean? uh 85 man i i mean i always say that I give things, I can't give a perfect 10 out of 10, right? So I'll give it a 9 out of 10, therefore being a 90 out of 100. Okay. And, and because, you know, like everyone hates on these prequels, but partially I grew up with this, call me biased. Yeah. This one specifically, it's got Django Fett, man. It's the first time we see like a badass Mandalorian, well... I mean, I guess we've seen Boba, but, like, as I said, he done grit. We didn't see him do much. <laughs> you know, this explains the whole, like, clone thing. You know, that Django set up this whole line of clones. This is where we start to see the real nastiness that is the Emperor Palpatine. And as you said, the, the setup for uh, Revenge of the Sith and all that shit, man. Yeah, this is the best. This is the best that Star Wars has got to offer, in my opinion. You know, but but I'm I'm a big flashy action kind of guy, and this is all action, all flash. So gotta love it. Nine out of ten all day. All right, all right. Well, there's only one thing left to say then. Wamba. All right, that was our Attack of the Clones episode here on Movie Drunks. Thank you, Sean, for being on this episode and talking about. All the legends lore. Yeah, that specifically had, legends. <laughs> he really dug his boot into that. Uh, I want to say grave. He dug his boot he into dug that his grave. grave. He did. He kind of. He didn't really dig his own grave though. He he had a lot of really good information about legends that I really didn't know. You're sort of a little bit into. Yeah, which, like a little bit. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you read more comics than I do. I don't read fucking comics. Well, see, I only read the canon comics. That's why Sean's always on me. But like, dude, you got to read the <laughs> legends, dude. <laughs> Yeah, it's true. It's very true. Um, we had a, there's a lot of information in this episode that I was not expecting to have for Attack of the Clones. Yes, yeah, one of my least movie. favorite Star Wars episodes. Yeah, for this, sure. Well, this is I think Sean said in the podcast this is his favorite. It is. This oh, we is didn't ask him. We never asked him to rank his his, his movies. We were no, we didn't. That's uh, ah, okay. Well, uh, maybe we'll do that at some point. I don't know. He'll be he'll be back on at some point. Yeah, he'll be back. All right. Yeah. But anyway, we're Movie Drunks. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok with the handle at Movie Drunks Cast. I'm Dan. I'm Danny. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Danny underscore Wass or my YouTube channel, which is just Danny Wass. And pay attention to all those socials that Dan just listed because we have a special episode incoming, not next week, but in the next couple weeks. Yes. We're not going to reveal it just yet, but it is big. 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 Now, since we're uh, wrapping this episode up here, I want you to enjoy a nice little snippet of how much Sean enjoys Star Wars. And as always, stay cool. I love Star Wars. I love Star Wars. You say you love it? I love it. But look at all of these fucking people, man. Yeah. All of these different species and the everything else, man. Costumes. Oh, dope. Dope shit. Fucking love Star Wars, dude. I don't know. I really, really, really love Star Wars. Dude, this is so good. How do you not love this? Look at this. This is fucking Coruscant, dude. This shit's crazy. Coruscant's Is there something you want to say, Sean? Yeah, I love Star Wars. There we go. I love Star Wars. Oh, yeah. Star Wars is so good. A 10? No. So what got you in And I love it. Do you love it as much as I love Star Wars, though? I don't think 
possible. Oh, shit. Cheers, bitch. Ah.